listening to the HSP Way, the podcast for highly sensitive people who are looking for connection and a place to celebrate the value of being an HSP. And if you have found your way here, then I know you are ready to expand your mind and open your heart so that you can do the work you are meant to do on this planet. It is time to let go of the societal construct of the word sensitive and step outside of the box. Hi, this is Jane Marie, coach for HSPs and co-creator of the HSP Way podcast, which is a podcast for HSPs made by HSPs. And as you listen to each episode, you will see what it truly means to be a highly sensitive person. And as your host with over 10 plus years of experience as a healer, a teacher, and a lifetime experience as an HSP, I'm here to create community so that you can learn to use your sensitivity as your superpower as we explore the HSP way through a cosmic lens, an open heart, and the art of letting go. If you just missed it, go back one episode and listen to the conversation I had with Claire Kumar. It was so good. Claire shared openly about her quest to find alignment in love. She brought up a few topics I wanted to touch on here that I thought would be helpful to highlight. Claire mentioned getting out of her comfort zone. And she did this in several ways that led her to be in the loving relationship that she is in right now. So let's look back at where it all started. She left her marriage, and it takes a lot to leave a relationship, let alone a marriage. And when she did that, she then sat with all the aftermath that comes from ending a marriage, and she did not stop there. And it's important to recognize this. Claire set an intention to be in a loving relationship to be in a relationship where she felt alignment and empathy and reciprocity. And so the question is, how do you do that? How do you find reciprocity in an intimate relationship? Because let's face it, where did we learn about relationships? We model intimate relationships from what we learned as children, from what was modeled for us and how we related intimately to our caregivers. Then we get to grade school, to the passing note stage, where when you have a crush, you pass that note and ask them to circle yes or no if they like you or not. When looking back at that simplicity, it is easy to think, where was the education on relationships? So as an adult, if you're wondering about relationships, I too recommend reading up on the Gottman Approach. If you're not familiar with the Gottmans, Dr. John Gottman and Dr. Julie Schwartz Gottman have been studying marriage and relationships for about five decades now. Yeah, that's that's quite some time, right? So together, they founded the Gottman Institute with the intention of creating support for others to maintain love and health in relationships. And it's my understanding that this actually came to fruition from their own marriage and relationship and what they learned and committed to for their growth and well-being of their love. 
And so with that near five decades of being in this area of study, they have actually researched some couples for as long as 20 years. And based on their research, they are very knowledgeable on what makes a relationship work. They are so good that about nine times out of 10, they're able to predict if the relationship will be one that stands against time. Their method focuses on three main categories, how to remain close and intimate as lovers and friends, how to manage conflict, and how to create a life with your partner that is meaningful for both. So it is definitely worth looking into if you're interested in building healthy relationships that last. And then another mention in the last episode was of Dr. Gary Chapman and his book called The Five Love Languages. Through his research and work with couples, he found that there are five different categories which show a unique approach to the individual on how to express and receive love with the notion that each individual has one primary language. The five categories are words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. If this is something new to you, you can easily find a quiz online to see which language is your primary language. Both the Gottman approach and the five love languages are definitely helpful resources, but just as important is the last piece that Claire mentioned. She said, listen to your intuition and somatic experience when dating. It's important to recognize how your body responds when being around someone you're interested in, especially if it's someone you're interested in being in partnership. The way your body responds will inform you more than anything you ever read. So move with awareness, sweet HSPs. And let me give you an example of why I say this. Let's say words of affirmation are your love language and you share this with your new partner. So then they start telling you every day loving things, but you still feel like there is something amiss. Then that's your intuition. And if your intuition is speaking to you, it's important to listen because no matter how much you read from others, you are still the authority on your body and of your choices and you are the only one who knows what feels best for you. And it sounds like Claire got really clear on this. I loved when she brought up the energetics of a previous partner who seemed lovely in every way, except for the energy she felt he gave off. She said it felt sluggish. And in her energetic feedback and insight, that served her to make the best decision for her. This is unique to each individual. That is why it is important to listen and to take notice of your intuition and somatic responses. That is why I say, learn, but at the end of the day, you are your best teacher. And as a highly sensitive person, relationships can feel challenging. But remember this, 
in general, people are complicated, whether they're HSP or not. So whether you are like Claire in love and devoted to a non-HSP, or you are in a loving, dedicated relationship with an HSP, or wondering which would be better for you, well, there is not a right or a wrong. There is only what feels right and best for you in relationship with that person. And before I go, I do want to echo what Claire shared. The desire for growth in a relationship together and individually is an important sign of a healthy relationship. So be intentional, research, make lists, get clear on what you desire from a relationship and a partner. Get out of your comfort zone because when you are setting yourself up for a desired direction, you won't get hung up on people you aren't meant to be with. You will sooner dismiss thoughts like, what if no one else comes along? Because let's face the fact, there are over 7 billion people on this planet. So I'm sure that there is someone out there for you. And know this, there's no one person who can give you everything you need. So listen to your intuition and know how to fill your, fulfill your own needs so you don't show up as an empty cup. Thank you for hanging out with me through to the end of this episode. It tells me that we share a similar belief and agree that it is important to raise awareness and build community for HSPs so that together we can empower one another to be the emotional leaders that our world needs. So I invite you to take action and be part of the ripple effect by sharing this episode with someone in your life because it could be just what they have been looking for. And let us know what you think. If something here spoke to you, leave a review or find me on Instagram at the HSP way. I would love for you to send me a DM there and let me know how this episode landed for you. I will leave this information in the show notes. And again, thank you so much for listening, my sweet HSP. Let your light shine as we journey on together.